0: Hey folks, Stephen Barb Lewis here. Welcome to Outlook for a Brighter Day. Thanks for tuning in for the second part of this awesome series called What is Your Love Language? Stay tuned, folks. It's going to be a good one, right, Mrs. Lewis?
1: You're going to love this one.
0: Okay, folks, thanks as always for tuning in, right, Mrs. Lewis? Yes.
1: Hi, everybody. So glad to be here with y'all today.
0: Yes. We've been hearing from you folks on the Love Language series we're doing right now, and it's really exciting.
1: I hope y'all are enjoying it as much as we are.
0: Definitely. So we're going to jump right in. So once again, in this three-part series, we'll be sharing something amazing with you to help your marriage grow stronger. So if you have not listened to part one of the series, which is episode 48, we encourage you to go back and listen to it. If you value your marriage and want to learn more about your spouse, this series is for you as we encourage you to watch all the episodes and sit down and discuss the love languages. And of course, the love languages once again is by Dr. Gary Chapman. The five love language book DVD can be found on Amazon and other locations online. Awesome stuff, right, Mrs. Lewis? It's
1: wonderful stuff. It's really good.
0: Yeah, it really is. It's going to help your marriage. Yes. definitely going to help your marriage. It feeds into couples. Yeah, it does. It's definitely a blessing. So here's what it says. What if you could say or do just the right thing guaranteed to make that special someone feel loved? The secret is learning the right love language. Millions of couples have learned the simple way to express their feelings and bring joy back into their marriage. Ta-da. Yes. Yeah. So once again, if you have not listened to episode one, which is also episode 48, if you haven't listened to the first part of the series, we really encourage you to go back and listen to that episode because we cover two of the love languages. These love languages are very important because they're going to help your marriage.
1: They can make the difference. They really If you can. really start practicing them. Yes.
0: You invest that little bit of time to learn about one another. It's yes. going to grow your marriage and you're going to find out things that you never realized in your marriage that... Could have been different based on the fact that you didn't know each other's love languages. So, Barb, before we do that, the first two that we did cover already is words of affirmations and quality time. So, Barb, what's the next one?
1: The next one we're going to talk about is acts of service.
0: Mm. Now, what is acts of
1: service? Doing something for your partner that Mm. you know that they would do normally, like, I don't know, planting flowers and you're out there doing it for them.
0: Yeah, simple things, huh? Simple things. Okay, cool. Acts of service. Yeah, hook us up.
1: Um. So acts of service. Can vacuuming the floor really be an expression of love? Mm-hmm. Can it? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Anything you do to ease the burdens of responsibilities weighing on an acts of service person will speak volumes to them. Mm-hmm. The words he or she most want to hear is, let me do that for you. Nice. Or let me help you with that. Yes. Laziness, broken commitments and making more work for them tells these people that this when this is their love language that their feelings just don't matter.
0: Wow. That's hurtful. Well, share something That's with this. That's very about hurtful. Elaborate on that.
1: So, my love language is actually acts of service. Mm. I love acts of service. You know, um, when I'm out planting flowers and Steve comes alongside of me Mm -hmm. and he says here let me help you with that honey Mm -hmm. that's acts of service that's showing me he's showing me it doesn't cost him any money it costs him just his acts of service and kindness and helping me that he is investing in me that my feelings matter to him and that he's actually helping me and in the meantime you're actually doing two things with when you're helping your partner you're doing acts of service, but you're helping them plant the flowers, and you're also offering quality time. Quality time, time. yeah. Okay, so Steve loves quality time. Mm-hmm. I love quality time, and I love acts of service. Mm. So you know you're kicking in two love languages right there. Mm-hmm. Another good example is dishes. You've heard me say relationships is made in the kitchen. When you're in there cooking together, uh, that's yes. acts of service. You're helping each other. That is quality time. When you're in there, one's washing the dishes. One is drying the dishes, putting away, sweeping the floor. That's acts of service because maybe you're like, that's my love language. So Steve's in there helping me.
0: Spending time. He's
1: spending time with me. Uh-huh. Actually, time ty- uh, quality time is Steve's love language too. So uh-huh. it's win-win. Yeah. And we're making relationship because we're in there. We're talking about our day. We're Mm -hmm. talking about our children, our grandchildren. We're talking about what's going on in our lives.
0: Yeah. And the neat part is you could even throw in words of affirmation in there by saying, hey, babe, that meal was delicious. Oh, my gosh, the way you did that chicken. I just love the way you cook that. I Mm. love you.
1: And that was even better than the restaurants. What did you do different yes. on that chicken cordon bleu that, you know, the <laughs> restaurant didn't do? Was there something special?
0: Microwaved it um, out of the box.
1: And so <laughs> acts of service yes. is wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, so Yeah, that's and good. And thank you, Steve, for providing acts of service and quality time as yeah. my husband. Thank you for um, investing that in our marriage. Mm-hmm.
0: Definitely. I mean, that's what it's all about. Like I've said in Barb and I've said in past episodes recently, we've been talking about teamwork, dream work. If you both go in the kitchen together and you do do that act of service and help your spouse, if the man's in there already or the woman, either way, husband and wife are in there, you get the job done together. That means you both get to get done faster and you two can hang out and relax together. So the next one I'm going to cover in this episode is going to be receiving gifts. Now, let's get this started off the right way. Don't mistake this love language for materialism. The receiver of gifts thrives on the love, thoughtfulness, and effort behind the gift. Yes. That's important, not the right. actual gift. Right. It's not a, hey, look what I've got on my fingers, and I've got a new Gucci hat, coat, purse, <laughs> shoes, and the whole nine yards. Look at my new car. Look at what I got. Look at what I got. It's not like that. You know, if you speak this language, the perfect gift or gesture shows that you are cared for and you are prized above whatever was sacrificed to bring the gift to you. Now, on the other hand, a missed birthday, anniversary, or a hasty, thoughtless gift would be disastrous. So would the absence of everyday gestures. So with this one receiving gifts, so for example, your birthday comes up and you're a person that has the love language of receiving gifts and your spouse doesn't even remember your birthday or like it said, your anniversary, or they remember on their way home from work and they show up with a box of chocolates and some flowers and a half written note that would, that would break that person's heart. It would break their wife's heart or the husband with whatever may come up. His birthday comes up and no one does anything for him. That's really going to be hurtful for him. And it's not so much as saying, I didn't get a cake, I didn't get a gift. It's so much as saying, you didn't love me enough to remember my day, my My special special day. day. Yep. Mm -hmm. And so receiving gifts, the love language. So don't, if you, when you take the love language test in the third part of this series, make sure you don't look at it like, oh my gosh, my love language is receiving gifts. Gee whiz, I sound like I'm selfish and greedy. No, it's not that way. It's when you've had a rough day at work, like Barb had a rough day one day at work. And so I just was talking to her on the phone. She was a little down, so I called the flower shop. It wasn't Valentine's Day. It wasn't her birthday. It wasn't anything special except a pick-me-up, cheer-me-up type. And that's what it did. The flowers came, and it was just a love gift to brighten her day.
1: Yes. Yes. It did brighten my day, too.
0: Gave you an outlook for a brighter day. (laughs) Hey,
1: my outlook for a brighter day started that very moment. Yep.
0: I mean, there's (laughs) nothing like that. Guys, let me tell you a little secret. Even though, remember, when it comes to being married, it shouldn't be about spending money on each other to make each other happy. But in certain situations, you have to do what you have to do. But in this case, remember, every once in a while, you want to bless your wife. You want to surprise her. Send her some flowers, you know, send her little flowers and they'll call her name.
1: So I'm going to tell you guys something very personal. And I'm, I was just thinking of this the other day because I was looking at it years and years ago. I think it was Steve and my, our 12th anniversary and Steve at that time, um, he's going through some medical stuff and our finances were very, very limited. And it was our 12th anniversary. And he always got me roses. So this one year, he didn't have the money to go buy me a dozen roses. And so he got on his computer. And he did up a dozen roses. And he wrote me the most beautiful love letter and told me how much that he loved me and that this dozen roses on this sheet of paper will last me a lifetime. Mm -hmm. And I sat I remember sitting there crying because it was the most beautiful thing. He could have went and bought me a hundred dollars worth of roses, but those would not have meant as much to me as that beautiful letter with the dozen roses on the top. And I have it today, as a matter of fact, I have it framed. Mm. And still today, when I think about it, I feel as humble as I did the very moment that I read it. So please don't think that you have to go out and buy a hundred dollar gift. You put your heart into whatever it is that you give them, be it a dozen roses and a love letter Mm. for an anniversary gift. And they will love that because it's from their heart when it's... um, of gifts that they love they'll love that just as much as the $100 bouquet of roses yes
0: that's beautiful so thank
1: you for giving me those roses um um how many Steven. days ago
0: tw- I'm just playing. <laughs> how many years ago
1: 28 years ago
0: 28 no uh, 18 years ago 18 wow yeah
1: thank you for giving me those roses you in my love letter 18 years ago 18 Steve. years
0: ago yes so it's it's the little things that you know? was
1: it was a little thing
0: yeah it was a little thing but it, but was, it was a big so thing so big because yes.
1: still today that still has a special yeah. place in my heart that moment that gift that that act of love
0: yes and a nice tip for both of you husband and wife this is very important writing a love note is so powerful even if it's only three sentences because when you write them that love note from your heart They get to reread that. You know, when you say it once, like, hey, babe, I love you. Thank you so much for being my wife. You're so amazing. I'm saying it out in the air. So you remember hearing me say it. But when it's on a sheet of paper, and you can take that sheet of paper and put it in your pocket, put it in your purse, put it in your wallet, put it on your shelf, put it someplace special. Whenever you're having a down day, because life isn't always roses and butterflies, you can pull out that little letter and read that letter and go, yeah.
1: I've got somebody in my corner who loves me. Yes. I've got somebody that I'm going to go home to tonight that mm-hmm. cheers me up. And just that smile and that voice and yep. the touch of their hand.
0: Yes. It's beautiful.
1: Changes it's, the whole day. Yeah. The whole course. And it's of like, my day.
0: this is key treasure. What we're sharing with you folks, when you read Dr. Gary's book, make sure you get online and get that yes. from Amazon. You'll um, be glad you did. Yeah. Watch the videos. I think it's videos right on, on YouTube. Yeah. But you watch that video as a husband and wife. Together. Watch it together. Put all your pride aside. Don't get on the defense. Watch it. Learn from it. And wives don't point at your husbands and husbands don't point at your wives.
1: Talk about it to each other. Say, oh, yeah, this is is you. And, oh, I never realized. And Mm -hmm. you're going to see a totally different avenue, a different view of who your husband and wife is once you learn learn their love language. Yes. And it builds relationship.
0: It does. It's really important. So with that being said, hey, another great episode. I think I'm going to go ahead and pray now, Mrs. Lewis. So Heavenly Father, once again, we thank you for Barb and I being able to get together. We're sitting here in the comfort of our home in our pajamas. We thank you for the opportunity to share this message all around the world with married couples, that it will help their relationships sharing these key nuggets of the five love languages is going to help marriages. It's going to help couples learn about each other. So we're so thankful for that. Lord, we pray for all those individuals out there hurting and suffering. We pray for all those marriages that might be hurting and suffering, that this will open up their eyes to a new way, to a new path in their relationship. So Lord, we thank you for our listeners and watchers. Bless them all. We thank you for all these things in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Amen
1: amen hey
0: once again we got to keep plugging dr gary chapman's the five love language book And you can look right online. You can even find the outline of what we're talking about. We're basically sharing this information about the five love languages. This is so important, folks, isn't it, Barb?
1: Yes, it is. And uh, we encourage you to go back if you have not heard episode 48. Yes.
0: uh,
1: That's the part one of our love language. Mm -hmm. This is part two. So please go back and listen to part one. Yes. um, If you have not heard it. Excellent.
0: Excellent. All right, folks, stay tuned because we'll be doing the last part of this three-part series. What is your love language? It'll be coming out next Friday. Yes. Hey, with that being said, Please leave, leave your comment. Yes, we'd love to hear uh, from reach you. Reach out to us. Yeah.
1: Uh, let us know if he, if this is helping you guys. Definitely. Um, if it's something that you are needing, we just feed into us so we can help feed into you.
0: Yeah, we just want to help you. We've got 30 years under our belt, come June 1st.
1: June 1.
0: Yeah, June 1, 30 years of marriage, listen. We could definitely be in the books for saying that. We know a little bit about marriage after 30 years. Mm -hmm. So get in touch with us. Leave some comments. Don't be afraid to write us, folks.
1: We want to know how you guys are doing. Yeah. We want to know about you.
0: Yeah. And if there's any way we can help you folks on the journey of marriage, let us know. That's what we're here for.
1: Send us a message.
0: Yes. All right. With that being said, hey, thanks for tuning in as always. Share this with someone who needs to hear it. God bless. Love you all. Take care of yourselves. Peace. Peace.